So ask the podcast coach for October 15th, 2016. Let's get ready to podcast. Hey, it's that time again where you get your podcast questions answered live. Um, I am uh, the podcast coach. That's Dave Jackson from the school of podcasting.com. And finally back. Woohoo! Glad to have you back. I'll be really glad next week when we're both back in our normal places. The one and only Jim Collison from the average guy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. Good to be back on Ask the Podcast Coach. I've been out for a couple of weeks. I'll, I'll tell you why a little bit later as we dig in. Uh, but yeah, it'll be nice for next week in the studio. I have two more weeks of after that. I have two more weeks of work here at Gallup and then we go into the winter session. So it's just a busy time. We can talk more about it as we move on. Yeah, and if you just joined us and you're like, Dave, where are you at? Uh, I am at Purdue University uh, visiting my... We're starting to figure out what we call him because um, technically he's my ex-stepson, but I just can... I, we'll just call him Alex. Uh, I'm, I'm visiting Alex this weekend. He's got a... Uh, he plays clarinet in the Something Something Band and uh, was having a concert. And I was like, I've never seen him play and, and kind of said, hey, would you want some company this weekend? He's like, that would be awesome. So here Good. I am. Good for you. Good yeah. for you for for making the trip down. Just you, I take it, right? Just down there to hang just, out with him. Just me. And uh, the fun part of the drive was it's old dead cornfields and lots of manure. It's just like that, that mm, I'm in farming country kind of thing going on. So that was exciting. Yeah. So. You know, we, we, people joke all the time, you know, I live in Omaha and whenever you think of Omaha, you think of steak, right? That's what you think first. But right. second, you think of cornfields. And when you drive across Illinois and Indiana, uh, listen, there, it's no, yeah. it is the flattest. I mean, if, if we, we take a bad rap in Nebraska for being flat, like, but uh, Indiana and Illinois are the flattest states I've ever been to. So get, get off our back. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. If you haven't taken the time to watch a sunset in a while, it's it's I had not watched a sunset in a very long time and it was just cool in Ohio to to come up over a hill and it was just beautiful and the, the like on one side of the sky it was orange and over here it was pink it was just I was like I need to watch more sunsets this was uh kind of cool so but uh yeah so if you have a question this is so Jim yeah well go ahead and say it with me I hate the way this is laid out um I know on the uh the right hand side on huzzah um you can get rid of the chat, which makes it a little easier. Because I know the, the first time I used this with um, Michael Sharkey, I had to lean a certain way to stay in the picture. It was kind of weird. Or you turn off the chat room. Well, that doesn't work for us. And then when I turn on the chat, it kind of – it's just – it's a weird we're, – we're not staying here. I know this. It's like I'm not – I can't explain why I don't like Huzzah as much. I just – it's yeah. It's kind of bizarre. I really liked Smile Time. I think that was last week's until it just kind of went wonky in the middle of it. It had some cool things, had some polling stuff. Um, and the way this would work now, what, what we're missing from the days of Blab and then ever so slightly in Fire Talk is a way for somebody to come in without us, you know, saying, come on in. Um, for So now if somebody asked a question, what I could do is invite them in, and if they want to come in, they accept the invite. If they don't want to come in, they don't. That's going to be, I guess, the way we'll have to play it here. I'm, And this is 50 bucks a month. I, I haven't hit my 30-day end of my free trial, but I'm like, mm, yeah. yeah, I'm like, that's – because to me, I was watching um, a really cool webinar – from um, this company called Thinkific, which is who I'm using for the School of Podcasting, had this really great Q&A and all sorts of stuff. And it's through Zoom.us. Like you can you can add on, because I have like the $15 Zoom.us. And you, they have like a webinar piece. It was really cool. And I was like, if I can do that live streaming, I, I will pay an extra two, because theirs is $52 a month for their webinar piece. And I'm like, if I'm going to pay 50 bucks, I want something that you know does everything I want. And, um, but I mean, all of these have the same kind of problem, which it's built on that, whatever it is, web RTC thing, which kind of works and kind of doesn't, I don't know. But, uh, I think today the biggest problem was just this microphone is dead. 
Yes. Which is weird because I can. St- I'm still listening through it. That's, yeah. Which which makes me think that you know just, the it does, it, the, the recording part of it, right? The diaphragm is is bad as opposed to because it's still working, right? You're hearing through it. The the switch is on the on off switch. We, yeah. we we saw that already. That and maybe that's the part that broke. Did you try flipping? Well, don't don't do it anymore. I, yeah, I imagine yeah. it could be fairly easy if someone here, you know, wanted to ask a question. They could just say, you know, they could put their question in the chat room and then say, you know, invite me or whatever. And you can just invite them in. I think the pictures yeah. go. So on the third person, I think the pictures go widescreen and they go blab style. I think that's the way it works on Huzzah. Or maybe maybe it was something else. I Maybe it was one of those other ones that I was thinking. What were we on before this? What what was after blab? Oh, fire talk. Right. Fire talk was fire talk. And then did you hear the, the, the mess yeah, that they that made they over there? Limit it to 10 minutes. They, yeah. Limit it to 10 minutes, two people. And Oh, by the way, we're not giving you any other options. So if you want to pay us, which I would have, no, nah, we're not just, this is all you get. And it's a, it's a scenario that doesn't work. I'm like whoever the business manager is over there needs fired quickly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, well, you know, and, and there's but, always uh, – I continue to use Google Hangouts, and so there's always Google Hangouts. And that's it. I I think we're going – I seriously, next week, I think that's where we're going to end up. We'll just go back to the chat wing, Google Hangout. If it ain't broke, don't fix yeah. it. Well, you know, kind and of then like, wait for something else, right? I mean, just wait for something else to come along to 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 get to get that. I it's funny because I'm watching the podcasting community just really struggle with all these. Uh, some have made it. You know, some have made an odd. What so? What did Eileen do on Fire Talk? Because uh, she, like, she moved everything from Blab to Fire Talk, and now with the limit, is that gonna is that gonna hurt her in the, in the work that she's doing on Fire Talk? I think she's using a hub. Oh, okay. I think she's doing the same thing we did. She jumped to Huzzah, you know, and so. Okay. Yeah, I. Uh, it, it's interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I, I did have a, a thing I found in the Facebook group. And it was interesting because the question, I want to comment on the question, not so much, and not that it's a a dumb question, but it it says, hey, guys, my name is, I'm going to leave his name out. I'm new to podcasting. I'm nine episodes in. My real business is selling books on Amazon. We have a team of 20 people sorting through books each and every day at our warehouse. Uh, I've started teaching other people how to sell on Amazon, and now we have a podcast twice a week. My biggest struggle is getting the word out and finding guests outside of the Amazon niche. I want to talk to people beyond Amazon sellers. I'm not a technical guy. I hired an editor to do everything. We record and send the files to them and edit and upload and all the rest. This group seems amazing. I look forward to learning a lot from you guys. So I don't know. Here's my, my thing here was about this. And this is where I'm, I'm just, I, I don't want to like bash somebody, but the, the thing I, my point that I want to make here is when you're asking for help, be as specific as you can. Because in the end, I'm not sure he asked a question. It was kind of like, here's what I'm doing. I want to talk to people who aren't in Amazon. My thing there would have said, here's, this would be my ideal guest, I guess is what I would have added to that. Because he didn't really say what he wanted. Um, and so that I see that a lot in some cases where people, and, and that's like, I guess that's my bottom line. When you, when you ask a question in any group, be as specific as you can. In fact, the more you... Um, the more details you give, the better, because you, you, A, will get people who really meet your, your criteria or, 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 you know, Hey, I'm doing this and it's not working. That's always a good one. Well, okay. What's your browser? What have you tried? What do you know? Doesn't work. You know, just always give as many details as you can. And I, I just saw that this morning and I was like, I looked at him like, well, what's he looking for? Cause I, it, it was kind of like, everybody could say, I'm not an Amazon person. Do I fit? You know, that kind of thing. Um, so, uh, I thought that was just kind of interesting. Yeah, I, that was one, I forget. Um, there was a woman last week that, that mentioned blue jeans, which I was surprised that blue jeans.com is not uh, you know, silly me, blue jeans. I, 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 yeah, I expected Levi's to come up yeah. or something. No, I and, think blue um, jeans, blue jeans falls looks, into that same category that zoom does that it's more of a video conferencing. Now, you know, but with blue jeans, like the max on the business, by the way, you're going to pay some money for this, but the, the max on the business side, or even on the pro at 10 bucks a month is 10 attendees. And so they don't stream 
and you you basically like we would invite everybody mm-hmm. into this video conference. We hey, if you want to join us, here's the number, or whatever. Here's the link. Come and join us, and you guys would jump in the conference. Now, we we would mute you. And I mean, it would run a lot like a, it would be like doing a podcast and a video conference call. And then it can oftentimes, Zoom does this too, has really good recording capabilities. I mean, you could do this. And Dave, we could do something like this on Zoom with, uh, and, and it wouldn't have to broadcast because we really have less than 50, you know, in, a, in our audience each week. There's just no streaming discovery, right? You've got to get people in advance and get them right. there and some of those kinds of things. It would work. I mean, you could you could make it work. It would just be like joining a webinar as opposed to joining a webcast. That's kind of how we differentiate them here at Gallup, right? So, um, could you probably you could use Zoom in that way and 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 get away? I mean, I I would contend. I don't know if live streaming gets you that much lift anymore, anyways. Unless, like in the early days of Blab, or even in the yeah. early days of Google Hangouts, there was some discovery because people there was some excitement around it, and people were looking for things to hang out in. Right today, this, the, the 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 landscape has gotten so uh, bizarre. Everybody's kind of like, uh, I don't know, you know. It's it's just a it's a jumbled mess. So, could you? Yeah, you could use a blue jeans. Could you use a Zoom? Absolutely. Both of those uh, products don't stream, and so you could have some options there for our size audience at work. Yeah, I uh, I have access to Webinar Geo. It's J E O. Um, used to be a WordPress plugin and it works, but it's weird. You can, you can, it's made for marketing. It's made for people who are running webinars where people sign up for the webinar. They get the recording of the webinar, that kind of thing. And there's no way to just go live stream where anybody can see it. You have to sign in with your email address if you're going to see it. I'm like, well, that's not going to work for what I want to do. It has a lot of really cool tools for marketing, but it's not what I want. And, And yeah, if, um, if Zoom doesn't have the ability to just go live and send people to watch it, that's not going to work over there either. So it'll be interesting to see who comes to, to fill the space. I mean, this is kind of cool because I can go to Facebook if I wanted to, um, you know, but um, yeah. And so I can see staying here for this. I'm just, I don't know why I don't like this. I guess because there's so much stuff like right now, Jim, half your oh, face is covered sorry, with a chat sorry. thing and I've got, and I'm, I'm not sorry. Right. And, uh, and on my side, I've got a bunch of uh, icons on my face because I can sit here. Like if I wanted to, I think I'm not going to try it now because I don't have the plugin, but if I wanted to share my screen, I could, and there's a button where I could share the event. And again, we've already done the thing. And if I want to invite somebody else, so it's just, I don't know why I don't like this interface. I just, it's, it's not warm and fuzzy, but uh, at any rate, if you have a question, feel free to, uh, to chiper in the chat room. And um, I am looking forward to next week when I will be home in my my comfy chair and the confinement <laughs> of your own studio. Because you always think, yeah, you always think ah, this should work, and it's and that's the one thing also that I will say about Google Hangouts that most other places don't have. There's no way to test in uh, in Blab. There was no way to test in FireTalk if your microphone's working. Mm-hmm. Where Google Hangouts, now it's not accurate, but at least gives you the little green light to let you know, yeah, I hear that thing. And um, so we'll probably end up on Google Hangouts with a a, a, a chat wing chat. Yeah, I can't figure so, out. And then why. what? I, here's oh, a, go ahead. Go ahead. well, here's what I want to try with that. And I know um, the the flip side of this is then anybody can enter. Um, we don't have a whole lot of people requesting to come in every week. It's nice if they want to. When it was on Blab, it was nice to do that. But what I did with um, Smile Time, Smile Time gave you a link that you could put. Like if anybody, it was meant for like a co-host or somebody. And it had this really great feature that would come into a green room and then you would drag them onto the stage. Um, well, you could do that with a Google Hangout. I would set up something like askthepodcastcoach.com slash join. And then every week I would have to change that link so that whoever did that would then come into the hangout. And then the only downside is if they, they have to leave on their own, because if I kick them out, they can't come back in at all. They're, they're banned from the, uh, the, the hangout. So then I would have to say, okay, thank you so much for coming in. And they would have to get the hint to go. And then the, of course, anybody could then jump in. So it could be a nightmare, I'm at this point, I'm like, I'm willing to take that risk. I don't know that we have that many people that are because it's Saturday morning. Half of us are in our pajamas. Um, so 
We might try that next week. The thing with Huzzah is it, it does have Facebook Live, but then you also need somebody watching. Because I saw last week where I had a bunch of questions over at Facebook Live, even though, even though I kept saying, come over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. I said that about every 10 minutes. But yet I had people over there, and, and one guy was saying he's not paying attention to us. So finally they kind of got the hint. But I just don't want to have a chat room that I'm not watching because – you have the the chance that somebody's going to think you're just not paying attention at all. You don't care. And that's not the message that we want to send. So um, should be fun. All right. I wonder, I wonder what our latency is between the two of us, but cause it's, I've stepped on you, uh, stepped on you a couple of <laughs> times, you know, what might be interesting, Dave, from a format perspective, as we think about some of the limitations, you know, we have done a lot of gyrations around, platforms based on trying to get this caller in, right? This whole call in concept. And yet it hasn't been when we think of <laughs> it's, it's so funny. I hear the I hear the slurping on the uh the your water bottle there. I'm sorry that's right. I'm so used to having a dynamic microphone. I'm sorry. <laughs> fun. But um might be interesting to think about queuing up people in advance uh in this. Like in other words what about a format where people can, if they have questions, they could come and join us as a guest? So each week we have one guest that comes in, and maybe they maybe they join us for the first part of the show to ask their questions, and then it drops out. And the rest of the show, you're taking just questions from the chat room. That's kind of, I mean, when we think about the the number of guests or the number of people we've got to actually call in, I think we'd actually get more people if we lined them up as guests first. So in other words, a uh, a uh, Saturday morning sign up and folks come in. Uh, just just an idea. Saturday morning sign up. Folks can sign up to be on the program. They would join us for the first part of it. Walk through, ask questions. They drop off at the end, and then we take questions from the chat room. That may, you know, if you do it that way, that makes a that makes the platform. It makes you less dependent on this crazy platform, which I think we have found over. Well, well as as much as we want to do call ins. Not sure that I mean we have done a lot of these where nobody is called in, you know, and uh, yeah. and so you know you kind of wonder, yeah, I mean because I kind of get sometimes I think okay for most of the folks that are watching us now they watch us every Saturday this is the we're the noise in their you know we're the noise in an hour in their life where they're doing something while we're talking they're not going to call in they they're a lot of them are seasoned podcasting veterans that want to hear just what kind what's going on right on the show. So I just wonder, you know, the beauty of the radio, when, when we had radio call-ins, when you, you know, in the days of radio, is you literally had hundreds of thousands of people who were forced to listen to it. And with the sheer numbers, you were probably going to get somebody to pick up the phone. And it was easier for them to pick up the phone because they didn't have video on, right? And so I, I just, I wonder if we're just either way ahead of the time as far as being able to get people just to jump on with a mic and we get a few, you know, Michael jumps in from time to time. Stargate Pioneer jumps in from time to time. We get a few, but I don't just, I don't know if we've got the masses to to pull something like this off. So if you remove that equation, maybe it, it changes the, it, it changes the platform need and you can, you don't have to do so many gyrations. Yeah. I thought about that. Uh, either a going back to a phone, you know, just have us on Google Hangout. Uh, tie in the phone without the and, and don't even go back to the whole call in studio thing. Just use my cell phone with my Google number um, because again, we didn't, we never had, we rarely did we ever have more than one caller that was like in a queue. So why make it harder than it has yeah. to be um, and go that route? And if they want to, or uh, there's there's the phone. There's also what I call the Jillian Michaels version, which is what she does is she has people. Um, just send in their question and then she'll, she'll answer it on the air or she'll do what you were talking about, which is saying, send us your question. And then you have to be available at Wednesdays at such and such time. And so if somebody sent me a question, if we had a form somewhere and I could email them and say, Hey, we're going to talk about this on this week's show. Are you available to come in at, you know, 1030. And if they say no, uh, then they're not. And if they are, then, you know, that whole nine yards. So we'll, we'll, as always, we, we always play with the format, but I'm with you. I I'm kind of, you know, maybe we ought to just stick with, it's one of the things where you want to stick with what works and 98% of our questions come from the chat room. So as much as it would be nice to have people call in, and it's not that they don't want to call in, 
but um, maybe well, they don't want to call in, <laughs> or they don't want to ask. They don't want to ask the question yeah, in a video. I, I don't think that they. And it's not I don't really think it's need. that they don't want to call in. I just think it's like how many out of the twenty or twenty-five or thirty, right? That get it, that view us every week. How many of them realistically are going to have questions that they want to jump in on every week, right? I mean, the whole call-in concept right. really depends on sheer numbers of your listeners and and new listeners. Right. And then even on Blab, how awkward was it to get a new listener? Sometimes I mean, remember we'd get those guys that pop in and they're like, um, "So, what do you guys do?" You know, and you're like, uh, (laughs) not really what we were looking for, you know, from that standpoint. Yeah. You know, there's uh, Michael mentions Facebook Live. There would be an interesting that could work on Facebook Live a lot better if you again, but you'd have to monitor that chat room. You're not going to get them, but you could get questions asked from the chat room, right? That would, that would give you a lift in numbers because Facebook live, you know, as you're putting it out there, there would be a great opportunity to do that. Mm So, you know, I imagine, uh, you know, as you're starting one of these, you would just open Facebook, go to your own post to mute it. So you're not hearing it. And then you could watch that chat room that goes on there and ask and answer, answer questions that are coming in on, Facebook Live. That would take some kind of plug-in, I think, right? I don't think you can just natively, maybe huzzah natively, or some of those natively go right to Facebook. Yeah, Live. you can. You, you, yeah, you can do it with huzzah. You can you can go right to Facebook. That's the only thing, really. If I were to stay here, that would be why, because I want to find a way to easily stream to Facebook Live, because that's the whole thing. Now, now, how am I going to connect to you? And then whatever I've used to connect to you, connect that to Facebook. And that's where I am OBS illiterate. I have no idea what uh, I hear a lot about that program, but I have no idea how to do I connect it to Skype and then send Skype via the video to the, you know, that's, and that again is becomes where we're making things maybe a little harder than they need to be. I don't know. Interesting. I some interesting thoughts. I think the state of the of broadcasting, when we think about the platforms to do this, is an absolute mess. It is, I mean, we are, it's, it's messy and nobody's doing it right. And everybody's kind of struggling. Blab had a good run at it and got some things going, but then everybody's trying to, we had a couple of companies that came along that tried to copy Blab and they made it worse in some regards. I, I don't think it's gotten any better from that, from, you know, from that standpoint. So, it's messy right now. I think everybody's kind of struggling a little bit. You know, it's interesting that it, um, we use Hangouts every week, and man, they just they are rock solid, and they get great audio. I mean, okay, it's compressed a little bit, so it's not the best audio in the world, but it automatically levels out your guests for you. I never have a leveling problem on Google Hangouts anymore. Easy to get the get the guests connected. I do them four or five times a week here at Gallup, and and we just get really great, with the exception of bandwidth problems. You know, and I can't control any of those, but we just get really great quality videos that and audio, and we've just been successful with it. It just keeps rolling on. I don't have to worry about going from one platform to the next every single week. It just kind of works. So I don't know. That's for my own podcast for Ask the or for uh, Home Gadget Geeks. We we still continue to be on um, uh, YouTube Live. You know, running through Google Hangout. That's I think that's where we're going. I really do. I think to me that's. Google Hangout, and then you just yeah. use Chatwing. Yeah. I'm assuming for yeah, your, the, the your old chat. way. You know, yeah. it's just, just stable. And and you, that's it. That's the key thing. You said two words that I like. It's stable. It works, and that's really all I want at this point. Because if it's if it if I'm not running into because I'm I'm really tired of going. I hope this works. I mean, I've done this for a month now, and to me, if I know the limitations, what it can and can't do then you can adjust your content based on what you can and can't do. So it's like, all right, well, if we're not going to take live phone calls, we'll just go with the chat. We'll set this up. We'll set that up. And then, then you just go with it and, and you'll be good to go. So I think that's probably where we're going to head up because I'm with you. It works. Uh, I love the fact that when it's done, it goes right into my YouTube channel. So nothing wrong with that. Cause what I was really surprised with, with smile time is because it had been saved as a Facebook video, you have to jump through, you have to put your left side in and your right side in and shake it all about to download a Facebook video. But I was able to get it. 
and I sent them the video and I sent them timestamps. I'm like at the 42 minute mark, when Glenn leaves the chat room, my audio went to, and then I said, and at the hour mark, I did this and I was gone for four minutes while people, and I, I explained him, I said, here's what I, here's my constructive feedback. Some of us had a hard time reading gray text on a black background. I know if you hover over it, it turns black with a white background, but it'd be easier. I thought it was weird that the links weren't clickable in the chat room. I, I, here's what we, here's what I would want it to do. And here's the video download it, but not a peep back, not a thanks for the feedback. Not sorry. You had a bad nothing from the smile time people. So I was really surprised because I really was hoping that they would say, Oh, so sorry you did this. It turns out that we had a snafu. Just zero. And I was like, wow. So that was kind of my, because I was really considering going back and giving them one more shot because the I thought this platform would kind of work. I, I like I really like the voting thing. I thought that was kind of cool. But I was really surprised that uh, I just got well, nothing. <laughs> over. It could be uh, – <laughs> It could be that they're just busy. You know, it's, it's probably two guys. And, uh, you know, yeah, yeah it's two guys, and, two a, guys. and a couple of virtual assistants. And, you know, they're just getting overwhelmed with stuff. And, uh, you know, it's the problem with doing startup type, you know, type activities. And, well, it'll be interesting to see where the where these platforms go. Um, I think a good idea for us to kind of retreat back to a more stable platform for now continue to watch things grow. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think we want to get in the business, Dave, of just making this thing easy. We have always made ask the podcast coach about trying new platforms, trying different things and trying them so you can see it. I mean, how this is like a, this is like a, those uh, open box videos, right? Those box opening videos uh, where, but we do it, <laughs> we do it with platforms, right? We get in there. All right, let's give it a try. Let's see what works and what doesn't mm-hmm. and how's it going to work. And, and, you know, that may limit our audience from time to time because they get, they get tired of us, you know, stumbling around in the dark. But I think others have appreciated the fact that, right. that we try it out and do it live and just kind of see how it works. So I, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with it. I do like maybe retreating back to a Google Hangouts for the next couple of weeks and just get something stable that works well. Yeah. Well, Lick our wounds. <laughs> yeah, I've had I've had people say that uh, like this is such a brave podcast, and I'm like, why not? Because you don't know what's going to happen, and it could blow up. And I'm like, oh, it does blow up in my face on a rather on a regular basis, unfortunately. Um, but um, uh, let's see. I'm gonna. Hmm, you want to take a question? How do you? Uh, I have not done this yet. Facebook uh, live on a desktop using a Mac. Um, I know on the PC side, there is, is it OBS? Yes. Cause it's a funny name. Um, it's a free software that lets you somehow connect to whatever platform you're, you're using, whether it's uh live stream or Facebook live or, uh, even probably Google. Um, you can do that. So if you want to have camera switching and things of that nature, it's, um, it's a lot like uh, Wirecast without the $600 price tag. And, um, yeah, Mike says uh, VMix, OBS, Wirecast can all do Facebook Live. So I've yet to fire one of those up. Not a single – and it's not that I don't want to. It's just it's way down the priority list because, it, it, to me, I just know there's a learning curve there, although it doesn't sound like much. Um, I've heard Stargate Pioneer talk about it. And um, so it, uh, it looks interesting because I would love to do – Facebook live posts from my desktop. Anyone I've ever done has been from my phone. And um, so I'm sure if you go to YouTube and uh, sniff around, there's got to be a uh, tutorial or something on how to set that up with Facebook. So have you well, played with Kelly that Lewis is really making a run. Oh, no, that's not what they call her anymore. Uh, uh, there we Petrucci. go. And it's so hard for me. I even met her like, a couple months ago and I just wanted to call her Callie. <laughs> That's what I've known her as for, for four or five years. So anyways, their geek beat or geek Breed, whatever, whatever her website is now, they are really making geeks, a run. Geeks life. Geeks I slice. Really? Okay. Geeks, oh, geeks life. life. <laughs> hey, geek, geek slice would be a good, uh, could be a good website. Slice. Is that, a, is that available? <laughs> But um, she's making a real run at having pro equipment, 
pro like a pro production being pushed to Facebook Live. So if you're if you're looking to do that, if you're looking to do a multi-camera or a really nice camera and move that stuff in, do it off the desktop type deal, you might want to go just go um, a peek in at the Geeks Life Network the, that they're doing there. And I'm sure they've she's done some videos on it and they've talked about it. And there's those you know those kinds of pieces. I'm sure they've done that as well. So it, it's one of those things that. We're, we're thinking about it. I was out in uh, one of the reasons I've, I've been busy so much. I was out in Washington, D.C. at our office there, and we, we have a little studio set up there. And we're using kind of, you know, C920s and laptops and stuff to run stuff. And, and they have. I was going through some of our equipment there. We have a really nice HD camera that I could run through a USB converter and run that into some of those, you know, maybe do some Facebook Live stuff out through and we got, we have, you know, uh, you know, 65,000 followers in our, in our Twitter group and we could build those networks. I mean, Gallup's one of those places where we could build those networks and then Facebook live would make sense to have, you know, Frank Newport, who's our editor in chief for gallup.com. He goes live, man. ABC goes live all the time on Facebook now, right? I mean, they're doing tons of stuff that way. So in that scenario, that might make real sense. And I think that's the future of, Facebook Live. I mean, again, I know we jump in there and, you know, Dave, you've got your things from the Zebo, and, you, you know, you chat some stuff. I think we're going to see limited numbers. I think as networks get a hold of Facebook Live, that'll be one of those things. Hey, Twitter bought rights to show the NFL and, uh, you know, Thursday night games now have been on the NFL. That is cool. Like, wow. I mean, I, I'm, I'm actually watching it because I don't have cable, so I'm watching it. That's how I'm watching Thursday night football when they when they put it on Twitter. So um, I think there's some, the big boys are really starting to get their hands around this and are starting to do it well. Unfortunately, I think they're going to do it well enough that it's going to hurt us. It's going to hurt independent. doesn't mean we're going to go away. I just think they're going to take market share. When you're broadcasting four hours of NFL, that means someone's on their computer watching football and millions of people will do that as opposed to coming watching you. So, unfortunately, as things get better, I think it's going to get harder for us to compete in the noise. So, that's that's kind of my take on Facebook Live and those things. Has anyone listened to the uh, the Starbucks mm-hmm. podcast yet? I have not. I understand Starbucks has launched a podcast. Everybody remembers the old fleshy. one. It tastes fleshy and full and bold. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know Starbucks launched a podcast, and I know Wix. You know, W I X. The the kind of a it's like a Squarespace with a different name kind of thing. They launched a podcast, and all I've heard about that one is they have a lot of intro music that goes on forever. And apparently, I was listening to uh, Rob on uh, the Spreaker Live Show, and they said they they have intro music. And then they you know they bring it down while you're talking over, it, but they don't bring it down far enough, and then it just like Minutes and minutes and minutes of intro. Like it never fades out to where it's kind of. And they said it was loud enough to where it was distracting. Ooh. And I thought interesting. So just not. I just not to, uh, to check out either one of them. Yeah, not enough. Not enough in post production. Yeah. Hey, I've got a couple things. Can I can I spend a few minutes sharing? Like I've been gone for four weeks and I learned some things. Like in all yeah. the things that I'm doing. Like, is it okay if I do that real quick? Anything that has me not talking into this crappy microphone is great. <laughs> all right. So um, uh, we get these questions all the time when people are asking about how do I grow my audience. And, and there's no, you know, there's nothing new under the sun. But uh, well, some of the things I've been doing over the last couple of weeks, it all started four, four weeks ago or so with a meetup, with a tech meetup in Indianapolis. And so meeting with 30, uh, talk about your most engaged audience, people who pay to travel to another site. I flew, I, I flew from Omaha to Indianapolis for it. We, we did this event in Indianapolis. But a chance to meet with people, your audience, your peeps, the people who listen to you, that is who make this investment to come, you want to talk about reaching those folks. And it's not easy. This is our sixth year of putting a meetup like this on. And uh, Dave McCabe from uh, homeservershow.com and now Reset, uh, he has a new podcast called Reset. He... Um, he puts a lot of time and a lot of effort. I get to kind of show up like I do with your show, Dave. I kind of just get to show up and be the color commentary on that. But 
it it's one of those things, if you can pull it off, if you can get a regional or you can get a, in this case, it's national. We have folks flying in from Canada and all around the United States. Um, we've had folks flying from California. We had folks flying from Boston and, you know, from all over, right? Texas. Um, it's one of those things where the, the audience engagement can be very, very high. So on the, on the flip side of that, uh, for Gallup, uh, I headed out to Washington, D.C. last week, and we did a strengths finder or strengths coaches meet up at our Washington, D.C. office. So a very local meetup. 24 coaches came, plus we had some training sessions going on. So those that were in the training came to the meetup as well. Uh, the gal, Tiffany, who ran that, did a really nice job of having some materials, some questions, and we whiteboarded some stuff. And it was kind of like an unconference. She put up some whiteboard questions, and then she said, what else do you want to ask? And then people threw out their questions, and we put those on you know whiteboard sticky things, stuck them on the wall, and then everybody got a packet of 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 uh, you know of uh, sticky notes, and you would just go around and put a you know if you wanted to hear that question, you put your sticky note on there, and then it was pretty easy to identify the three or four top questions. And then we just everybody said, okay, who wants to talk? Who wants to be the leader of these questions? And we broke out into four groups. And everybody just went off and I, I gave a little social media session and had two people in mind. And, but that's two people who had some serious questions about some of the stuff we were doing. And I got a chance to connect with them one-on-one. So you got a chance to do national, got a chance to do a local meetup uh, in the DC area. One of the things we just created and we, we just got the third edit, the third and almost final edit. They, they've got a few more things to do, but we actually had a company come in for Gallup and make a video of what we do here. You know, I'm, I, I run this high school internship program here um, at work and it's tech related and I get some, I mean, I get some great run on it and I get a chance to talk about my podcast and a lot of the things that I do, but the city of Omaha, it's gotten, it's gotten so, the word has gotten out. City of Omaha paid to have a film crew come in last week. That's why I couldn't make the podcast is because I was hanging out with a film crew, answering questions, and then getting them. We interviewed six people, six of the students and teachers in that. And we made, so we made this video. Uh, as a podcaster, have, and it's seven minutes. I, it's not even that. I think it's three minutes long. Now, we did six hours of video recording on Saturday for three minutes, right? But it's a dynamite video. I yeah. mean, it is awesome. And, you know, um, some podcasters, you know, if, if they've got, I mean, I have hundreds of hours of show stuff where I could pull out quotes of things that I've said or done or find it takes a lot of time, but chances are you have a, have you thought about putting together a, a video or an audio promo? all based on your show that you can then when people say, Hey, what is Dave? What's asked the podcast coach all about? And it could be you and I saying these different things about the show and some callers coming in and some cute things where people laugh and that kind of stuff. But how many of us have our own video promo, right? It, 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 it kind of, I, I thought, yikes, I should probably, again, not an original idea, but I should probably think about, I mean, home gadget geeks probably needs a two minute promo video that where people could just what is home gadget geeks and it could be this conglomerate of all the fun things again tons it takes a bunch of time uh to put it together but uh it, it it's also um it may be one of those things i mean this thing is this video is going to get some run i mean we got the chamber behind it which is really helpful but it's gonna for me it's my now it's my promo video for our program so next year when we're trying to recruit kids nice. for this hey Watch this video. Like I have a two and a half minute video done. Um, the other thing we've, we we did too is um, we used to go around when I do recruiting for uh, for what we do here at Gallup. We'd go around and do these info sessions live, and we're saying the same stuff over and over and over again. And so this year we just invited him to a virtual info session. It's just a podcast, right? That's all it really is. Where I sat down and said all the things I would normally say. But I did it in the context of, uh, of what's the most important things about what we're doing. And I kept it short, about 15 minutes. Um, and we had one call to action in the thing, just one, not 15, but just one call to action for the, for the students to do. And so I was on the road while I was on the road, busy doing stuff, not able to make this. Um, we turn, you know, we turn some times uh, into this virtual um, you know, info session, so to speak. So it may not be you have the time to put one of those videos together, the best of your shows or whatever, but you could sit down with a well written out or well thought out 
info session or that that's what we call it but info about you you could do one of those as well and then use that as an opportunity try to get that to go around and and hey this is what the podcast's all about so that that worked um, as well. And then I think last thing, uh, Dave, I'll say, um, because I've been busy every Saturday, you know, we, we have a program here for high schoolers. We started with junior hires this year. And that's, that was one of the things I used to be able to do podcast. I would get them kicked off and then I have instructors and I would, um, I just come back here and podcast. Well, because we have a new group, I felt like I needed to be in the room the whole day. But the, the thing I would recommend for, for podcasters is to get local with people Get involved in some local things where you're actually running into people. Get out of your basement, right? Get out of the house. Uh, stop podcasting all the time, but get out and join some groups of Toastmasters or something, right? Do some volunteer work, for God's sakes. Do something that helps people. And oftentimes they'll ask, what do you do? And you can say, hey, I'm a podcaster. And so uh, there's some things, Dave, I know you want to jump in. So there's some things there you can do to kind of get the word out. Well, it's weird. It's, I'm trying to like politely cue because I know if I just start talking, we're going to go over each other. Um, I did this this week. I went to at a local uh, library. There was somebody giving a session on how to get more out of LinkedIn. So who uses LinkedIn? Small business people, entrepreneurs, people that are trying to connect with people. What's a great way to connect with people? Oh, I know a podcast. And so my whole thing was, how do I go in there without being just the spammy podcast guy? And it was super easy. Um, and I went there to learn more about LinkedIn. There's some really creepy things you can learn at LinkedIn, like how many people are viewing your profile. And if you blog over there, how many people view your posts? It's a kind of cool, but kind of also creepy. Um, but they just said, who who would like to explain who their target audience is? And I raised my hand. She's like, great. What do you do and who's your target audience? And I said, oh, I help people launch podcasts. Uh, my website, schoolofpodcasting.com. My target audience is, I said, my perfect target audiences, ex-DJs. I said, bloggers who want more exposure. And, and I went through and answered the question. And that, that was it. I didn't go into a giant pitch. But at that point, I was in a room with a bunch of entrepreneurs that knew that, hey, if I want to start a podcast, that's the guy. And sure enough, when the meeting was over, I had four people come up and say, hey, tell me about this podcast thing. And how could I da, 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 da. So that was just one where I did that. And then I, I didn't plan it this way. It just lucked out. There's a uh, a really funny comedian named John Christ. Um, it, John Christ. It, it looks like Christ, but it's Christ. It's C R I S T. Um, Comedy dot com. And uh, I found him. Just was. I just thought he was funny. He, he does. He's a, a clean comedian. He actually does um, comedy about churches, which, if you go to church, is hilarious because it's just so sad but true kind of stuff. And I I contacted him. And said, man, you you should do a podcast. And he's like, I've actually been thinking about it. He actually contacted me back. We actually got on the phone. And uh, and I said, yeah, well, you know, let me know if I can help. And I went to his website. Well, he was going to be in Cleveland like the next week. And I said, dude, you're in Cleveland. I said, you know, let me, uh, I'll, I'll meet you. He's like, oh, great. Yeah, you know, when I'm done with my set, you know, we can hang out. Well, he had two sets. So during the first set, he was doing what all comedians do, which is meet all of your people. You know, so he's doing his thing. And I was fine. I didn't want to monopolize his time. But what happened, it was so awesome, is there were like 10 other comedians. They were filming a TV special there. And so I was in a room with 10 other comedians who also want to have a podcast. So I, I was like, how do I do this without being a spammy? I want to teach you how to podcast. Um, because I had a microphone for him. I had one and I was like, you know what? I'll just give him a microphone. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be bad to know a guy that's on TV, you know, that could say, Oh, here's my podcast guy. Um, so I, I counted that as $40 as marketing. And, um, I just said, does anybody know where John is? And, uh, they're like, I think he's out on the patio. And I'm like, okay. I said, yeah, I'm, I'm his podcast consultant. I need to give him a microphone. And again, they're all like, Oh wait, you do podcasting. And I was like, Oh, this is, and it was just a way of not just ever so slight to say, I'm a podcast guy. So, um, so yeah, absolutely. Get out in your, your neighborhood and um, you'll hear on this week's episode of the School of Podcasting, uh, Corey Finneran, who does the uh, Chicago Cubs IVNB show, um, but he also did another one for his job. And that job led to him leaving his job to do podcasting full time. And part of what he's, how that was able to happen was he used his family. It turns out he had people in his family that could help him launch a business. So, but he wouldn't have been able to do that if those people in his family didn't know what he was doing. 
So get your family involved, go out and, and uh, that's half the reason why I came here this week was, you know, I just want to want to get out of the basement or in my case, get out of the office. And uh, you know, that's because uh, the way I look at it is I forget what I was listening to. And they said, this it was pretty funny. They said, if you go to something and it's horrible, they said, you're always going to have one of two things. You're either going to have really great content or a really good story. One of the, too. I was like, that's a good point. We, um, yeah, over, we had a, um, uh, so I had a, uh, an event or a weird thing happened to me. So during all this travel, I was making my way back from Gainesville, Florida. So I did Gainesville to Charlotte, Charlotte to Chicago, Chicago to Omaha. It was awful. It was the most awful 11 hours of my life. Right. But it was the only flight I could get to get back. And there was thunderstorms. It was terrible. But anyways, so I'm getting on the plane in Chicago. And so this is one of those things, you know, when you think about when you do a podcast and, and you know, the, some of the because of my podcast, right? So I'm getting on the plane and I'm talking to the guy in front of me because that's what I do, right? I meet people in the plane. And so I'm talking to him and I hear this out of the uh, uh, over to the left side. I hear this Jim Collison. And I look over and this is gal and she's got earbuds in. She holds up her phone and she goes, I'm listening to you right now. Right. Okay. This is a public plane. Like, I mean, just out of the blue. Now I'm heading back to Omaha, but still like, what are the chances, right? She's listening to one of our Gallup podcasts. She's like, I'm listening to you right now. And I'm like, Oh, that's great. You know? And, and I said, Hey, wait, um, wait for me when we get off the plane and I'll, you know, I want to chat with you. So I go to sit down and before I sit down, she's tweeted it. And like, you know, talk about audience engagement and, and some of the cool things that happen. Like this is all around our Gallup podcast. This has nothing to do with uh, home gadget geeks and my tech stuff, but on the Gallup side. And so I, you know, I found out later on, she's one of our coaches was heading back to Omaha. She's a local girl. And, and, um, she just happened to be listening to the show and heard me talking to the person in front of me and was listening to me at the same time and thought that's the, you know, that's weird. And then looked up and saw me. So, yeah, the first public sighting, which was really kind of bizarre. I'm, I'm not going to lie, kind of bizarre and awkward uh, at that point. But you can, um, you know, our that audio download that we have for our Gallup webcast, we just broke 16,000 downloads in a month, which for a hyper niche is pretty darn nice. good, right? I mean, you start thinking about that, you're like, wow, okay, we're starting to make... We're starting to make some inroads, and it's not about me, right? It's about the message that we're, we're trying to take out with our podcast. I just happen to be the voice of it, and so it's pretty cool. To, just really bizarre. I got back and told everybody, and I thought, guys, because uh, they always make fun of me. Anything that happens here at Gallup, all of our Gallup customers know me because they listen to our webcast, right? So on the campus for a Gallup event, people come and talk to me all the time, but I've never been caught in public that way. This week changed that equation when somebody – recognize me on the plane. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, and you, you said a, a magic word there. You said it, you, it, you're the, the voice behind the message. Speaking of the message, uh, the messengers documentary is being screened in Tampa in February and they had a coupon code for October. Uh, it is early bird. So if you're thinking of going to PodFest, go to podfest.us Use the coupon code, all lowercase, all one word, early bird, and you will save at that. So I need to, I want to make sure to, to mention that today because I just got that from, uh, from Chris. And that, uh, that's, uh, that's kind of something that's, that, uh, hopefully by Wednesday of next week, there'll be a new messengers episode out because there's a whole lot of story coming down. There's just, it's, it's a good news, bad news situation. And that is the school of podcasting opened up and I got really busy. And so I just kind of told Chris, I really am working on the messengers, but it's been like almost a month since the last episode. And there he's like, dude, that's because they all have day jobs. He's like, we understand this, not a big deal. Get it out when you can. So, but that's awesome, man, that you are, uh, recognized kind of, kind of cool and kind of weird at the same time. (laughs) It is a little weird. Like when that happens to you and, and she just happened to be listening to it, to the podcast at the exact time. That whole, I mean, those planets aligning are pretty bizarre, but it's a pretty, it's a pretty good feeling. You, 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 I tell the folks here at Gallup, you know, that is a measurement of engagement for us. If we're reaching into those kinds of, it, I just happened, which it was another cool thing is I just happened to be meeting with the COO, our chief operating officer 
to go over all our social media stuff the next day. So I was flying in that day. The next morning I was meeting with her. So I got an opportunity to tell her the story. And, you know, for me to keep podcasting in the enterprise, we've talked about this before, you need to show an ROI. Like, okay, you can't, this isn't just for the love of the game. Like, is it making money? Is it doing what it's supposed to be doing? Is it advertising the way it's supposed to be doing? Well, when I could say to our COO, um, hey, God recognized on a plane, someone's listening to a podcast and, you know, the world's small enough that that happened. All of a sudden you go, we're making some progress. Well, the beauty of it is when she tweeted it, it's social proof. You don't have to, because they could say, ah, he's just making that up. I'm like, no, look, here she tweeted it. That's even better. <laughs> yeah, it was so. pretty cool. Well, I think we're about the end here, aren't we? We are about the end. Uh, so thanks to all our, our patron supporters. Um, this is one the other thing I didn't even think about. I'm so used to having dual monitors, and I have a whole bunch of stuff. And this laptop is, it's a new laptop, but it's almost the oldest thing you could buy. I bought it to run PowerPoint on and maybe check email on the road. And um, so I was just happy that we had, uh, my, my stepson has decent Wi-Fi here. So I was like, I should be able to do this. Not assuming, and this is one of the things I'll, I'll definitely have uh there's got to be a way to test a microphone on a PC. There's There's got to be some built-in recorder that you can do to make sure that it's working. Uh, that's the, the thing I'll have to figure out. Because that is something that, you know, this is not the first time I've jumped into something going, I hope this works. There's got to be a way to know that your equipment works before you jump onto a live stream. Um, so I'm sure there's some sort of built-in audio recorder or something on yeah, on no, Windows somewhere you would think, yeah, right? There's a, there's a there's a recorder in there, but maybe yeah. it's always bring a backup mic, right? A A B B M always bring a backup mic, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so yeah, we'll go ahead and uh, just wrap her up, and uh, we'll, we'll call it pre post show and just complete. Are we ending the show or are we ending the the whole show? I think we're. What do you think? I think <laughs> I think we're good. Yeah, <laughs> I think we're done. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Thanks. Over, yes. All right. Thanks, everybody. See you guys. This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world one download at a time.